This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get you. Lots to talk about. It is the Joe Pag Show. Dr. Ronnie Jackson, bottom of the hour. He is District 13 Republican, great state of Texas. He also is the former White House doctor for Bush, for Obama, and for Trump. He's not the White House doctor, obviously, for this president. He's in the House of Representatives now. Uh, but he, he has been diagnosing just by watching how he acts and what he says and what he does. Uh, this president for a long time. In fact, six to eight months ago, he said on my show, he, think that, that he thinks that it's age-related dementia. So, um, you know, we're seeing these strange stories Biden's telling, the strange things that he's doing, and um, it, it tells me a lot. It does. We've got Ronnie Jackson on, Dr. Ronnie Jackson. In the next hour, it's going to be Charlie Kirk. Glad that you really chose to come by and hang out in the Joe Pag Show on your Wednesday. Chocolate voice, what's going on? Not much. How are you? Get it done. Polo, making it happen. Birthday boy. Same in the house. Uh huh. Let's go. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Social media is so weird. I get this one from some doofus called Captain Cracker. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's a if it's a race reference or what it is. But Captain Cracker says on um, on Twitter, a hundred percent, and I've been with you ever since you lived in Boca, bub. Hmm. So, a couple of things: never lived in Boca Raton ever. Um, and please stop saying Boca Raton, people in South Florida. Please stop saying that. It's, it's Raton. But, um, yeah, I've never lived in Boca, so I'm not really sure even what he's referencing. Maybe, maybe let me see what he's commenting on. Uh, oh, I said I'm unvaccinated because unvaccinated is for some reason trending on, uh, on Twitter. So I said, yes, I'm unvaccinated because I believe in informed consent. Are you with me? He's with me, and he has been since I lived in Boca. So how do I take that, Carrie? <laughs> I'm not really sure because, like you said, you never lived in Boca. Return. Never lived in Boca. Nope, never did. I've been there. In fact, when I was driving the truck with my dad, we, mm-hmm. we, we brought fill and sand and, and stuff into where they were building developments in Boca. But I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I kind of want to say Boca Raton, though. 
pronounce no, you actually don't because you pronounce everything the Spanish way, whether you, whether you want to or not. Boca Raton. <laughs> Boca Raton. It just, <laughs> yes. it just means mouth of the rat. And it's interesting uh, because it's like a ritzy area. And, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, do you guys realize that your name is mouth of the rat? <laughs> That, wow. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. like they don't realize that. Oh, yes. When I, the, the, when I went to Boca. I know. Both when you went to the mouth? I mean, you're proud of that, too? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's rat. all very weird oh. to me. Okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I did a PAGS parody today. I based it on Tone Loke's um, Funky Cole Medina because I think that it's rude that so many are going after um, these these people either running for or in office now who happen to be young Latinas and they're conservative and they're America first and they love the country and the New York Times decided that they would write an article called The Rise of the Far Right Wing Latina. Doesn't make any sense to me. So the phrasing isn't like Tone Loke and I don't sound like Tone Loke but I think the words will mean something. I dig it. You know, a lot of people are yeah, well, at least we can understand the words, Pags. I think that's a compliment. I think. Let's go. Break it down. They were minding their own business, living the American dream. Then Biden won. That stopped the fun, and it just made them scream. Traditional values are key for them. They're not afraid to say. They put God in front, then family next, then a love for the USA. They decided they'd make a run to get our country right. Couldn't just watch as a country was squashed, so they jumped into the fight. They took a stand, took on the man, and the media got Mina. The media hacks on the attack said far right wing Latina. Let's go. Far right wing Latinas. They were watching Biden closely. His moves were out of order. They saw the flood of peace breaking our laws at the southern border. They were told for their whole lives they were to vote blue. But in time, they changed their minds, put America first like you. It was easier than they thought. They were never torn. Didn't think it was extreme to want babies to be born. They pushed peeps to work. Bob, Tom, Sam, or Gina. The New York Times are scared of them, these far right-wing Latinas. Wing Latinas. Talking Flores. Garcia. They took on all the Dems. Were unafraid to go there. Sick of lefties knocking us. Thought it wasn't fair. They got DC all riled up. Didn't realize they'd go low. They were surprised when Jill B. surmised there were just breakfast tacos. But it didn't stop there to their despair. The next hit, holy schmoly. An establishment den got with his friend and called Flores free holies. She wasn't phased, not a little amazed by their little schema. Gonna take more if you want to floor this far right wing Latina. Come on, everybody. Hit it the last time. Far right wing Latina. That's how we do it. It's a PAGS parody, far right wing Latina. And uh, well, I'll have that up online later on if you guys want to go check it out. One of the comments I got, it was kind of funny, uh, Carrie, uh, somebody who, who liked it, unlike mm-hmm. you and Polo and everybody else in the, in the world. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the one person wrote me and said, did you really fit Holy Schmoly into a song? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> well, what Holy would you have run with Free Holies? I don't Joe know. Holy Schmoly makes sense, right? 
Duh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like Boca Raton. Um, but, but, and again, does that make it sound more ritzy if you say Boca Raton? I think it kind of does. Boca Raton. Oh, you go to Boca Raton. No, you go to, Boca, Boca, go to Boca Raton. Boca Raton. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so I never lived there. Uh, either way, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Not, not going to take any calls on that. we got full phone lines last hour on the song. If you want to comment on it on Getter, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, it is at Joe Talk Show. On uh, Truth Social, it is at Joe Pags. Keep in mind, I do not post on, on TikTok anymore. I deleted the app from my phone, and I'm now putting my come on videos up on Instagram. And Carrie, I'm starting to think maybe that was a mistake. Maybe I should have put the, the, the come on videos on, on Getter or something. You think so? Oh, well, I can't you? I've got a, a, large, a much larger following on Getter, and uh, I don't know, but I'm doing it on Instagram right now. I'm seeing how fast we can build that. It's almost 25,000 people on Instagram, so we are gaining people. But uh, go and check them out there. That's where the, the, the come on videos are now. A lot of you really like those when they were up on TikTok. All right, so what's the story here? You, you can have women, you can have girls, you can have females, and non-men? What, what is, yeah, what is this? Yeah, it's something new, right? This is from the Blaze. Democrats in the Pennsylvania House of Representatives are inviting women and non-men to participate in a discussion about issues affecting our communities that highly impact non-men in PA. We will be joined by PA House Chairwoman Leanne Kruger, the tweet adds excitedly. However, what arguably drew the most attention was the Democrats' use of the term non-men in the post, and the attention wasn't exactly positive. After one commenter asked, what are non-men? Another hilariously responded, people who are born male but vote Democrat. Uh, the hits kept on coming. This is why your entire party is beginning its deserved slide into irrelevancy, another user stated. When you start using that language, non-men, you've already lost a ton of voters, another commenter observed. You people have got to be smoking crack, another commenter declared. I just can't take anyone seriously who talks like that. Grow up. Playing pretend is so immature. Was that comment from me, that they must be smoking crack? I know. Crack? <laughs> Sounds was like it, it jo- right? Was it JPEGs who commented that? All right, so this is a Democrat who wants to have a big tent and is inviting everybody in, except um, they don't really want anybody who's a male. But can you say non-men? Did this Democrat, what is is the organization called? Or is Um, this a candidate? Let's see, PA House Dems. So the House Dems from Pennsylvania don't realize that their party stopped calling men men and women women? Because if you say non-men... And I, if if I'm in the on the left, I can say, well, I'm not a man. I'm I'm a woman. Clearly, duh. Um, I'm allowed can't we in. Just say women. Are you talking about transgender women, transgendered men, non-binary? Why is it exclusive at all? I, I this don't is a know. political party. Um, Why don't they want everybody? No. You know, when you go to the door, you have to say, I'm I'm a non-man. That you can get in. I don't want to say that. I'm a woman. Period. No, 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 no. Don't I say am. that. That's racist. I am racist. I'm not being racist when I say I'm a woman. You have to say I'm a non-man. That is true. Like to come here. Yeah, non-men. Yeah, mm. it, it, I, can I be honest? I love that the party's doing it because even people who think they're Democrats are going just like the smoke crack one. Are what? you guys on crack? They, they're, they're, people don't want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. They don't, and I don't blame them. Why would you want to be part of a party that literally will not say man and women or men and women and now will say non-men? It's, yeah, it's bizarre. Isn't it really that the same is. party that says men can have babies? Yes. Well, you wouldn't want a man who could have a baby to come? Because mm. he's saying that he's a, she's saying that she's a man? 
See, I can't follow the rules. Carrie, this is why I'm a conservative. It's very confusing. I don't have to think very hard. Yeah. I know what we stand for. I know what I believe. I know what I want to get done. And I don't need this garbage where I have to decide what my identity is today. And interestingly, by the way, libs of TikTok that posts over on, on Twitter that gets in trouble all the time, over a million followers now, they keep posting teachers who keep on talking about pronouns and gender fluid and non-binary and, and all this crap. And they're exposing themselves after they all lied and said, no, 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 we're not for this. What are you talking about? We're, we're, not, we're not pushing gender ID and sexuality and sexual orientation on our kids. And almost every day, some idiot goes on TikTok and posts exactly that. Can't we just be men and women? Can't we go back to that? No, Wasn't it simple? I guess not. It was very simple. Maybe it was too simple for some people. Oh, no. How about the whole gender reveal parties that people have? Oh, yeah. How do you do that? The gender reveal parties, how do you do them? Well, pink if it's a girl, boy, blue for a boy. So let's say you want to be creative and you've got a balloon. you got a blue balloon and a pink balloon, and then the future mom and dad pop it, and they pop the pink one. What do they say? It's a girl. Unless it's you decide she's not. Right. Wait, what do you what do you do? Right. It's it's a non boy. It's a girl until or unless. A lot of people are just stopping the gender reveal parties and get togethers because they say the child hasn't decided yet. Right. And that's when they have the gender reveal when the child has said, I Come think on, I wanna identify as a boy or I think I want to identify Come as on, a man. girl. Then they have Come a on, gender dude. reveal party. Yep. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. And again, I urge anybody who thinks that you're a Democrat to call in. Let me know if you're for this lunacy. This is nuts. And yes, they should all be drug tested. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Coming right back. Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. Appreciate you taking the time. You want to see us do talk radio, you can always stop by the website, joepags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Scroll down to the bottom, click on contact to send me an email. You can click on any of the social media and uh, go follow me there. I'm not doing TikTok anymore. I did my last videos a night and a half, two nights ago uh, on TikTok. I urge you to go over and follow me on Instagram. That's where the come on videos are. You don't know who those are. It's me taking a small uh, segment or a a snippet of a piece of video like Biden today with oil slicks on his windshield and he has cancer. Uh, Then at the end, I'll yell, come on, you know, just yell, come on at you. Uh, People seem to to like those a lot. It was interesting because a few people try to get me to continue doing them on TikTok. No, TikTok is is incumbent. They are uh, beholden, I should say, to the Chinese government. The CCP, anytime it wants, can go and check out everything TikTok has, including all of your personal data. 
So, I mean, I knew that going in, but they also squelched the reach and they're trying to reform America the way it wants it to be. Very decadent, half-naked people all the time dancing around. Um, it, it's a site that will take down any video, true or not, that attacks Biden because he's in the pockets of the Chinese. And um, those same videos are still up on Instagram. They're still up on Getter. They're still up on Parler. They're still up everywhere. So um, I don't need TikTok to continue doing those videos. So if you'd like to get those videos to continue, go and do that. Also, you can watch the show like a TV show just by going to JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. It's like a, there's like a, a pulsating um, graphic over Watch Now and Listen Live. You can either listen uh, right there on the stream or you can watch on the video stream, if you're away from your car. I love getting people to listen on the radio. Don't misunderstand me. I love all the stations that we're on. But if you want to see it, you can go there and see it that way. Uh, your thoughts about about this gender idiocy we're all dealing with right now. And let me ask you this question. If you're a parent, have you had the discussion with your kids? Now, I mentioned where I talked to my 13-year-old about it, uh, Gia, and I said, hey, just to let you know that if you're an XY, you're a boy, you're a male. If you're an XX, you're a female. I know, Dad. You know, She was like put off by the fact that I was... I was telling her, well, I thought it was important to tell her because you never know what's happening in school. Now, I like her teachers. I like her schools. I like the school district. But having said that, I want to make sure that there isn't any confusion. She's told me, Carrie, have you heard about the furries? She's told me about the furries in school. I have not. Uh, what are the furries? These are children who pretend they're animals. They're either cats or dogs. Okay. And they will bark. They'll lick themselves. They'll, mm. they'll act like they're a, a, a cat or a dog. Okay. It's a game. It's a game, right? No, they're identifying as cats or dogs. They want to be furries. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, no, you're not a cat or a dog. You're not. Um, if you're a boy, you're a boy. You're not a girl. If you're a girl, you're a girl. You're not a boy. If your parents are raising you like the wrong gender, that's actually child abuse. But I wonder if your children, in just a normal household, nuclear family, mom, dad, kids, Mom and dad go and work. Maybe one of them works, the other one stays home. Either way, um, have you had the discussion? Have they brought it up? Have they told you, we've got a trans kid in my class? And how have you, how have you discussed that? Because now you're talking about complete political parties. One of the two political parties that are in power in this country, the Democrat Party of Pennsylvania, or the, 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 the Penn Dems. Is that what they're calling themselves? The Penn Dems? That's another one. That's a new one to me, too. I had not heard that. Pandemics. Yeah, so we, okay. So we've got them, and they're literally saying non-men is who we're looking for. Yeah. Instead of just saying women, because if you say women, you don't you you mean we don't want men. But they're saying non-men. And I don't I don't honestly know what definition they have in their minds when they're saying something like that, other than they're just trying to add. When businesses do this, and I see businesses do this all the time, they're looking for a higher ESG score, a higher ability to get credit, a higher ability for globally to be seen as a woke company that gets it. Now, I get that, but why would a political party ever say, we're going to exclude people and we're going to use the weirdest possible terminology in our exclusion of them? Do they give any any reason why they're saying it like this? Uh, I don't... They just said, here's what we want. We want non-men. Yeah, that's it. Do they ever say Um, women or are they saying women and non-men? Well, uh, curiously, the schedule discussion is part of a state house Democrats, quote, women to women Wednesdays, a weekly phone bank to PA's registered women voters. 
Well, how could it be women so to women they men? They say women Wednesday, here, but, but I, I don't know who decided to put that in or why. I don't know why they're doing it. But I would urge you, if you haven't had the conversation with your kids, make sure you do. Because if you've got an indoctrinating school or teacher, or if they're about to head off to college, they're going to get major indoctrination. They've got to go in firm on what science says and does. And if I hear freaking Levine one more time from the HHS say some crap about gender-affirming treatment, my head's going to explode. Because this is all this person keeps saying, this XY. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We come back. It'll be Dr. Ronnie Jackson. He was the doctor for Bush, Obama, and Trump. He's now in the U.S. House of Representatives. We talk a lot about Biden and about the future of this country. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always a pleasure to have this man back. He's a District 13 Republican in the great state of Texas, Dr. Ronnie Jackson. Doctor, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you, Pax, for having me. Appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to have you on. I love your tweets. I love the stuff that you talk about. I love the fact that you're unafraid to call people out when they do wrong in this country. You've got a brand new book out. It's called Holding the Line, A Lifetime of Defending Democracy and American Values. And I just want to, I want, I want to start with that because you're not a guy who I thought was particularly partisan when you were Obama's doctor. I didn't think that you were particularly partisan when you were Trump's doctor. And suddenly you're the right-wing AR-15 carrying crazy guy, according to the left. And that's just not been your history. I mean, it's a history, as you say in the book, of just defending democracy, right? That's right, Joe. And I talk about it in the book. You know, I'm not that kind of guy. I've never been that kind of guy. I was on active duty when I was at the White House. Uh, my job is a nonpartisan job. It wasn't my job to get involved in the politics. I stayed out of it. I did what I was there to do on active duty, take care of the president and the office of the president. I did that for 14 years for Bush, Obama and Trump. But you know what? I got disgusted with what was going on in this country. And I never planned on being a politician. Never crossed my mind. And, you know, whenever President Trump nominated me for the VA secretary, and I talk about all of this in the book. Yeah. When President Trump nominated me for the VA secretary, and the way they tried to butcher me and my family with this made up lies and all the garbage they were pushing out just to try to tear me down because I had the Trump stamp on me. I, at, at that point, uh, you know, I got pretty disgruntled. And over the next few months, I didn't know where it was going to lead me, but I had a really uneasy feeling. And I decided, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to retire as a Navy admiral. I've already got my 20 plus years in and I was going to go out and just make some money. But I thought, you know what, there's time for that later. I'm not done yet. I'm getting back in the fight. And I thought the best way to get in the fight and do something about what's going on in this country was to run for office because they can't get rid of me now. The only people can get rid of me now are my constituents. <laughs> and, and hopefully they won't. I don't think they're going to. District 13 Republican, great state of Texas, Ronnie Jackson, holding the line a lifetime of defending uh, democracy and American values. Uh, the fact is, had you been partisan, Obama would not have kept you. He would have gotten rid of you and gotten a different White House doctor. So you were trusted with the health of that president, the president before him, and the president after him. Ronnie, was there a sea change in your mind when you were still the White House doctor and you were giving the report of President Trump's health? And you're talking about how he's very healthy and so on. And the dumb questions like, uh, any any cocaine use? 
Did it, you know, the, the, the dumb question is like, does he have bone spurs? I mean, does, how much was, TV does he watch? Right, exactly. Yeah. How much does he weigh? Why is he obese? How much Diet Coke does he drink? It was all so stupid when none of that ever happened with Obama and nobody's allowed to ask a question about Biden. So let me just take you back to that day in the briefing room and you're being asked these dumb questions. Was that something that clicked off in your head as well? Holy mackerel. This is like a concerted effort against conservatism and America first in this country. I better do something about it. Yeah, you know, I was surprised when I walked in that press briefing room, that thing was packed. I'd never seen so many people in there. And they had Sanjay Gupta and medical correspondents from MSNBC right. and folks like that standing around. And they were there as hit me and they were there to to take me down, to undermine, you know, my report and what I was going to say about Trump. Should I say anything that was positive? That was their that was their job. But, you know, it, it worked out really well because people were talking about uh, President uh President Trump's physical and mental capabilities. And yeah. that, was, that was all they were talking about. And then I briefed the physical and we did the cognitive test as well, which is really important because we need a cognitive test on our current president and they're not willing to do one, but Trump did one. He did really well on it. I briefed the physical part and the cognitive part. It completely disarmed him. It just took it off the table. They asked the most ridiculous, stupid questions, just like you said. And it got to the point, the questions were so stupid that the rest of the press was criticizing the, the White House <laughs> press corps and, and saying they made themselves look foolish, which they did. Did. But no one talked about it anymore. Just took it off the table, and which, which was, you know, which was good because the president was completely healthy and he was cognitively completely intact, and uh, and there was no question whatsoever. But now we have a president who doesn't know where he's at half the time. He yeah. doesn't know what he's doing. He slurs his speech. He can't read a teleprompter. He shuffles when he walks. I mean, he's got some serious, obvious cognitive signs and symptoms, and no one's talking about it. Just like they did when you said with the, with Obama, you're not allowed to address the the mental or the physical, uh, you know. Uh, issues with the president if it's a democrat especially if it's obama or if it's biden but if it's trump man they're all over it yeah, when it comes to um to the health of the president and it's dr ronnie jackson was the white house uh, doctor for a long time three different presidents now a uh, district 13 republican great state of texas in the house of representatives when it comes to to his health his cognitive abilities don't we as the american people have a right to know a hundred percent we do especially now i mean there's he's he's making all kinds of just crazy statements and in, in, in the, the impression that he's setting overseas when he goes overseas, it's becoming a national security issue now. I mean, you can see what he's happening. He's supposed to, you know, uh, project strength and inspire confidence. And, you know, when he when he travels overseas and he's doing just the opposite, yeah. he's he looks completely incompetent and he's he's emboldened our enemies. All of our enemies think that this is a window of opportunity to take advantage of, you know, his weakness right now. And whether it's China or Russia or Iran or whoever, they're all going to test us. They've already started doing that. And he fails every time. And he's going to get us in trouble. It's a national security issue. And you can see what he's doing to us domestically. He's destroying us domestically, whether it's our southern border, our gas prices, or the economy, or crime in our, in, you know, in, in our streets. It, it's, it's bad news. This man cannot lead. He's not capable of it. His window of opportunity, if it ever existed to be president of the United States, closed many years ago. And yeah. Yeah. Now we have a cognitively impaired person that's our commander in chief, our head of state, and the, the leader of the free world. And that's not good for anybody. Ronnie, is the book out now? The book comes out a week from yesterday. Okay. So Tuesday, next Tuesday, the book comes out. It's got a lot of great stories in it. And, uh, you know, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, it's called Holding the Line, A Lifetime of Defending Democracy and American Values, written by Dr. Ronnie Jackson, District 13 Republican, Great State of Texas. On my show six to eight months ago, you said that what you're seeing in President Biden is age-related dementia. 
Um, I've seen Tucker Carlson and a few other people's allege recently that they've got like eyewitnesses who say this guy is given pills. He's given some sort of drugs before he goes out and does a speech or before the debates against President Trump. Uh, Ronnie, do you believe that to be the case? that They're trying to make him at least a little bit more lucid when he goes out in front of an audience. And, and if they are, it's not working very well. How bad must he be when he's not on this stuff? Do you think that he's getting stuff like that? I absolutely think he's, they're giving him something. I don't know. We won't know because their physician won't get up in front of the camera like I did with Trump and, yeah. and take questions on his medications and his condition. But yes, I think that there, he has good days and bad days. He's going to have more bad days as time goes on. And fewer good days, I think they try to roll him out on the good days. I think there's a good time of the day. They try to make sure they time it where, you know, it's not like the sundowner thing happening in the evenings or whatever. Yeah. And I think they're probably giving him medications to try to perk him up for uh, short periods of time so he can get out and make some kind of, you know, unsuccessful attempt to the teleprompter you're right he I mean it is on his best days he's he's very questionable so i don't know what he's like when he's not you know when they're not you know catering to those conditions i want to ask you about that specifically when he goes off the teleprompter starts telling a story many times lately he's telling stories that just never happened they literally right. never happened now joe biden in the 80s had a history of lying he lied about his schooling yeah. he lied about his law school stuff he lied about oh he plagiarized you know a wholesale uh, speeches from people over in europe so the guy's a liar anyway when you have right. a dementia situation and the lucidity is so low and the cognitive abilities are so low, do those lies become reality for the person who's saying them? Because he's just making stuff up now. They, they can become reality. The other thing they do, too, is when they're confused and they're not really sure what's going on, they just try to fill the gaps with stories and yeah. stuff. And sometimes those stories are, are, are not accurate. And I think that's a lot of what he does. Uh, he'll try to say something. He'll get confused. He'll forget where he's going or what he's saying. And then he'll just veer off into some story that ultimately ends up being not true and usually not making any sense anyways. Yeah, what, what do you think should happen? You're a member of Congress. Should the 25th Amendment be be considered? And a lot of people say, you know, do we really want Kamala Harris? And my answer is, compared to him, I do want her because at least she's lucid and you can go after her. Yeah. If I go after Biden, I'm called elder abuse. I'm somebody who's taking advantage right. of somebody's age. I mean, I would rather not have this guy be our face to the world. I'd rather have Kamala Harris where you, guys like you in Congress can go after her. Well, you're absolutely right. Remember, first and foremost, that I don't think Biden's making the decisions anyways. I think yeah. somebody else in the White House, I think there's a committee of these far left people that, you know, that are like AOC, Tlaib, Omar Presley, that, that are cut from the same cloth as those that are working in the White House that are making all these decisions. Susan Rice, Ron Klain, all these people. Yeah. So it's really not Biden anyways. So, yeah, I agree with you, though. If we get Kamala Harris, at least she will be accountable yes. uh, to some extent. Now, I, want, I you know, I think she's, you know, she's dumb as a box of rocks and she's pretty lazy. So she's got different issues issues. But uh, I, I do think that she would at least be accountable for what's going on. And, and I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they're going to get rid of him. I don't know if they're going to go down the path of the 25th Amendment and admit that we've been right all along about this cognitive stuff. I don't think so. I think they'll do something else to get rid of him. I think they'll look the other way while some of this Hunter Biden stuff blows up or yeah. something. There's a lot of ways that they could drive him out of office. And I think they'll have to find something pretty soon because he's got over two years left and he doesn't look like he's going to make it. It's Dr. Ronnie Jackson, District 13, Republican, great state of Texas. The name of the book is Holding the Line, A Lifetime of Defending Democracy and American Values. Ronnie, can we hold the line? And let, let me add a little bit to that. You've got the big media, big tech, big sports, big music, big Hollywood, big academia, all against you and me. They're all against yep. tra traditional American values. They're all against the Constitution. They're all for weakening our standing on the globe so that Soros and, 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 and Klaus Schwab can take over or something. Can you literally hold the line knowing that so many of these massive forces are against us. Well, we're doing our best up here. You know, we're in the minority in Congress, in the House and in the Senate right now, but we're going to get the House back 
absolutely, that's a, that's a done deal. We are going to get the House back in November. I hope we get the Senate back. We can hold the line. We're going to continue to hold the line. And, you know, they've exposed themselves is one of the biggest things. They've let the entire uh, world and, and the American people know what they're all about. And people, they're scaring people right now, uh, the way they've weaponized the, the federal government and, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the way that they've weaponized the mainstream media uh, to come after their opponents. And people are starting to see it. So people get out, vote. They need to, they need to get out in overwhelming numbers and vote Republican. And we will take the House back. We will take the Senate back. We will take the White House back in 2024. And we will start undoing some of the damage that this man's done in such a short period of time. But we will hold the line and we will get our country back. As is our history. I'm a conservative. I'm not a Republican. I'm, I'm somebody who is a values guy, not necessarily a party guy. I think you and I are very similar, although you run as a Republican. The Republican Party right now is eating their own. Mike Pence is going to go do a counter rally as President Trump is rallying for Kerry Lake in Arizona. Right. It doesn't make any sense. For some reason, there's an establishment right that wants to get along with Chuck Schumer. And then there are people like you and, and me and, and Boebert and, and MTG and so on, uh, Matt Gates, who want to stand up for what they believe is right for America first. Why is it that our side is always the side that, that tends to do this while the left is always circling the wagons? Yeah, I don't know the answer to that, to be honest with you. And that's a big problem because, you, you like you said, Nancy Pelosi rules the, uh, the, the House Democrats with an iron fist. Right. They don't dare step out of line. They toe the line. Right. And we, we have to have some of that as well. Uh, Republicans are more independent. You know, they're more independent minded. I think that's uh, that's part of it. They don't they're not sheep. They don't just follow. But you're right. We got to get on the same page if we want to save this country. And I will tell you that every time we there's another election, my class had a bunch of them in it. The next class coming in behind me is going to have even more of these make America great. Keep America great. America first Republicans that are not career politicians that are here to get something done and to take our country back. And there's going to be more and more of them as each cycle goes on. And, and we will make a difference. The name of the book is Holding the Line, A Lifetime of Defending Democracy and American Values. It's U.S. Representative District 13 Republican Ronnie Jackson. Dr. Jackson, I got, let me ask you a couple of questions as a doctor, then I'll let you move on. I know you've got a big day going on today. Thanks for making time for us. Number one, um, I had COVID-19, took ivermectin, knocked it out in no time, D3, zinc. I'm 55. I've got no comorbidities. I don't need the jab. I didn't get the jab. Not going to get the jab, period, end of story. Um, so many people have lied. You brought up Sanjay Gupta earlier uh, that ivermectin is a horse paste or some crap like that. I was prescribed ivermectin in a human prescription, and it worked very, very well for me. Um, do you believe the left is going to act as if um, COVID-19 is ramping back up before the election in the hopes of doing some sort of mail-in balloting again? And conversely, or along with that, are they also doing the same thing with this monkeypox? We should all be afraid of monkeypox now, too. Ronnie, is this all a lead-up to the midterm to hopefully get people to mail in their ballots again and have the same crap we had in 2020? Absolutely. I've been saying this for a long time. As it gets closer and closer to the general election, something's going to come up. They're going to come up with what I was referring to as the uh, the, the the midterm variant, something that's going right, to pop right. up, try to make people scared again. They're already talking about, well, you need to be wearing your mask again. You can see in certain places like on planes and stuff, people are starting to wear their mask. Fauci's out there saying it again, but they're going to try to come up with something. It worked so well for them last time with the unsolicited mail-in ballots and the Zuckerberg boxes that they were stuffing all over the country. Right. And they want to bring those back. That's how they won last time. And they, they, they're going to, they, they see the writing on the wall this time. They're going to get destroyed if it's a fair election. And they know this. So they're desperate. So I, I do think that they will try to do something as we get closer to the election to scare people. 
Last one, I know you got to go. Dr. Fauci is going to retire. When you guys take over the House, and I'm confident you will, shouldn't he be brought in front of a House committee to hearings? Because he's got to answer to a lot of the lies, a lot of the things that he got wrong. He's got to answer to gain-of-function funding and so on. Will you bring him in front of committees? I think he should buy himself a camper and park it in the parking lot outside the Capitol because <laughs> he's going to be asked to be up there every single day just about. There are going to be multiple multiple committees wanting to know what he knew and, and asking him questions about uh, you know what happened. Dr. Ronnie Jackson, holding the line, a lifetime of defending democracy and American values. Go to RonnieJacksonTX.com. Doc, I appreciate you. Come on often. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, man. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have you. I appreciate you stopping by. We really enjoy having a District 13 Republican. Great state of Texas, Ronnie Jackson on the program. Dr. Jackson, if you will. What's, uh, what's interesting is he was the, uh, the White House doctor for Bush, for Obama, and for Trump. And that really does mean a lot. That means that Obama trusted him with his health. That means a lot. And, of course, when Jackson started calling out Biden for his cognitive issues, for his health issues, um, Obama got, uh, sent him some email. It's unprofessional. You shouldn't be this and you shouldn't be that. Oh, shut up. You know, Barack Obama has been controlling the narrative in this country for basically 18 years. I believe it was 2004 when he showed up in the Democrat convention and decided he'd talk about my brother's keeper, basically pushing socialism, but he was so dynamic and so interesting to listen to that, um, that people fell for it. I remember being on CNN it was probably 2007-ish, 2008. And they assumed that I would be a Rudy Giuliani guy because I'm Italian. And it was Giuliani and McCain and so on. And just going through the list of, of who I would be for. And I'm standing there with like Roland Martin and Rachel Maddow might have been involved. I'm, sitting, I'm on a panel. And, um, and I said, I'm watching this Barack Obama guy. I mean, I'm very interested in how he speaks. I like what he, um, his tone and tenor. And he seems to be getting a lot of attention from people. Of course, soon thereafter, he started admitting what his policies would be. And, of course, he was not my guy. Not even a chance. Giuliani wasn't at the time because he was pro-abortion. He was pro-choice. He, in our last interview, said, I have changed over the years. I'm no longer pro-abortion. I'm pro-life. So that was interesting. But Obama, because of his star power, has been controlling the narrative for a long time. And he's probably very unhappy that he is unable to shut Ronnie Jackson down. He would love to tell Ronnie Jackson to shut up. He would. He would love to do that. He can't. He has no sway over him. And I guess he thought if he wrote Jackson an email that he'd be able to get right through to him. Sorry, Barack, you don't run the joint anymore. Even though he's really controlling what's happening out of the White House, I believe that wholeheartedly from the information to the policies to everything. I think he's controlling it, but he doesn't have the kind of sway that he used to have. And one last note on that. If Barack Obama wanted to come on my show, I'd have him on. It would not be a fun interview for him, but I'd have him on. Same thing with Joe Biden or Bill Clinton or anybody else. The fact that Joe Rogan has openly said that he wouldn't have Donald Trump on because he doesn't want to help him, 
reminded me so much of Ellen saying, I'm not going to have him on because I can't change him. That's not your job as an interviewer. Your job is to have somebody on, ask them pertinent questions, interesting questions, and, and then shut up and listen to the interesting answers. And Ronnie Jackson's always a great interview. But I, I, I just sort of make that segue. I don't know why anybody who does what I do for a living would ever say no to somebody coming on because they disagreed with them. Disagreeing in discourse like this can be very interesting. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Next hour, Charlie Kirk and a whole lot more. Stay here. Coming back on the Joe Pags Show. This is the Joe Pags Show.